0: Acts chapter 9, Paul has been struck by the light and blinded and on the ground. And he's answered the call. And now in, in verse 10, they said there was a certain disciple in Damascus named Ananias. And to him the Lord said in a vision, Ananias, and he said, here am I, Lord. So the Lord said to him, arise and go to the street called Straight and inquire at the house of Judas for one called Saul of Tarsus. For behold, he is praying. And in a vision he has seen a man, uh, in a vision he has seen a man named Ananias coming and putting him, his hand on him that he would receive a sight And Ananias answered, Lord, I have heard from many about this man how much harm he has done to your saints in Jerusalem. And here he is, and here he has authority from the chief priests to bind all who call on your name. But the Lord said to him, go, for he is a chosen vessel of mine to bear the name before the Gentiles, kings, and the children of Israel. For I will show him many things. For I will show him how many TV channels he will be on. How many houses he will own, cars he will drive, money he will have, how popular he will be, how he will draw people in the masses. I'm going to show it to him. He's a chosen vessel of mine to bear my name before the Gentiles, kings, and the children of Israel. For I will show him how many things he must suffer for my name's sake. He hid nothing. Jesus was speaking. I will show him how he must suffer for my name's sake. And Ananias went, the scales fall off, and Saul said, I don't want to do this. What do you mean I've got to suffer? Man, I've got it good now. Give me, show me the money. Make me a better offer. Verse 20 says, immediately, he preached the Christ in the synagogues. That he was the son of God. I'll show him the things he must suffer. Immediately. He preached Christ in the synagogues. Where's that? Before the very people he had just. The the very people that were charging him and sending him to persecute Christians. Now he's the Christian preaching to them. 2 Timothy chapter 4 Paul's the writer the same Paul that was just converted the same Paul that began to preach and the same Paul who has by now been taxed beyond human imagination as far as persecution and hardship in fact this is his final thoughts of his life Second Timothy is the final thoughts of uh, the Apostle Paul's life. You see the beginning and now you're about to see the end. All the hardships and the persecution the death threats, the stonings the snake bites, the beatings Had all taken their toll and he had cooled off in his old age and had mellowed out and compromised the gospel. In his final thoughts, he said, Everybody chill out just a little. Literally, in the last stanzas of his existence, he said, but know this, in the last days, perilous times will come, Timothy. There'll be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters and proud and blasphemers. says, they will be traitors and headstrong and having a, they'll, they'll be learning all kinds of stuff but knowing nothing. Hello? So he said, they'll be religious but they won't know God? It having a form of godliness but denying the power thereof. What is the power thereof? For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone who believes. They'll have a form of godliness but deny the gospel. It says from such run. Turn away. But you, Timothy, his last words to his protege. But you, Timothy, have followed carefully in my doctrine, manner of life, purpose, and faith, and long-suffering, and love, and perseverance, persecutions, and afflictions that happened to me at Antioch. What persecutions I endure, and out of all of them the Lord has delivered me. And yes, and all who desire to live godly in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution. Verse 14 says to Timothy, But you must Continue. But you must continue. Think about it. This is a, this is a, he loves him like his own son. He's telling him he knows what it's cost him. He's, he's about to lose his head. And he says, you must continue. It wouldn't, calm down, boy. Don't do what I've done. Don't, uh, you know, just, just preach the love of God. And it'll be okay. You won't have to suffer like I have. He says, but you must continue. Verse chapter four, verse one, lest you think that you've misunderstood what he's saying. Paul says to Timothy, he says, I charge you. Therefore, before God and the Lord Jesus Christ charge you it's your mandate it's the expectation it's what must happen I charge you before God and the Lord Jesus Christ who will judge the living and the dead at His appearing and His kingdom preach the word preach the word preach the word preach the word word. Be instant, in season, and out of season. What? Preach the word. Be prepared to preach it wherever you go, whenever you get there, when it's convenient, when it's not convenient. When it's, when it's in the church, in the synagogue, when it's in the street. When it's at the opportunity, at the, at, the, at the dinner table, when it's at in the grocery store line, wherever you're at. Preach the word. Be instant, in season, and out of season. Coddle, swaddle, and Comfort. Preach the word. Be ready in season, out of season. Convince. I spend my life trying to convince you that Jesus is the answer. That the word of God is still true. That he still holds all power in his hand and that he will change your life. That he's bigger than depression. He's bigger than anxiety. He's bigger than oppression. He's bigger than the garbage that comes across the internet into our children's bedroom. He's bigger. Convince. I'm, trying, I'm going to convince you. Exhort. Uh, rebuke. You know, set the bone. Tell them what they need to hear. When they're wrong, a rebuke is, you are wrong, change. You are wrong. Change. Where have we gone when the word of God used to be in the church that convicts me? I got to change. Now, as that offends me, I'll find a new church. That's right. That's right. That's right. Preach the word, convince, rebuke, exhort with all long suffering. Turns out it was hard then, too, and teaching. For a time will come. And I will submit that the time now is that men no longer endure sound doctrine but will according to their own desires because they have itching ears they will heap up to themselves teachers and they will turn their ears away from truth and be turned aside to fables. I read this morning in 1 Timothy his first letter to the, to the young preacher said stick to the doctrine that i've given you don't be turned aside with fables and genealogies and idle talk that causes dispute and division within the body of christ stick to the word be watchful in all things i've heard be watchful in all things about 300 times in the since a week ago friday in modern english it sounds like this watch your back be, be in all things. Endure afflictions. Do the work of the evangelist. Fulfill your ministry. I think if this was one of the most important people in my life, or the most important, this would be some of the most important words I ever read. It's the last ones. Keep reading. I'm for I'm ready to be poured out. As a drink offering. What's he saying? I'm ready to die. My de- the time of my departure is at hand. This time is the real time. You know he had went to Jerusalem before expecting to die, but God protected him. He said, "This time's it. The time of my departure is at hand." I fought the good fight. I finished my race. I have kept the faith. What, 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 what more final things could you have said of you? What would be greater? What could possibly be greater for the man of God that I fought the good fight? I finished the race. I've kept the faith. He had his eyes all along on something way beyond all that. For finally, there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will give me on that day. And not to me only, but to all, but to all who have loved his appearing. Listen to this. In a world where if we don't have thousands of followers on social media. Preachers. Where our worth is by how many people are around us. Am I right or wrong? Where the number one thing our students want to be. You know. 30 years ago, 40 years ago, the number one thing that boys wanted to be when they grew up was a policeman, a firefighter, or in the military. Our young ladies wanted to be professionals or of all things, a wife and a mother and to raise their children. Now the number one thing that our children want to be when polled is a media influencer the greatest apostle that ever lived can we agree on that takes nothing away from the others takes nothing away from the others they they, they broke the ground they broke the territory they wrote the scripture they followed they obeyed the lord they were powerful. Men. Peter took the gospel to his, to his own people. Paul took it to the world. But Paul was something different. He was hand chosen for a certain purpose. And he was given the revelation of the new covenant. How it works. And you would think that there would be hordes of people in the streets for one last look at him maybe one more word maybe a prophecy from the great Paul maybe he lay his hands on you and you be healed maybe a shadow fall across you and your blind eyes open maybe you would think the, the streets would be crowded and there would be people everywhere And in his prison cell he writes, be diligent to come to me quickly. For Demas has forsaken me, having loved this present world, and he has departed for Thessalonica. I put everything I had into him, but he wanted to be among the world worse. Christians to Galatia, I sent him there. Titus to to Dalmatia, I sent him there. Listen, only Luke is with me. Only Luke is with me. Get Mark and bring him with you, for he's useful to me for ministry. By the way, this is the same Mark that they part calls him and Barnabas to part ways. You go your way, and I'll go mine because I'm not going with Mark. Even in, even in their, their conflict, Paul said at the end of his life, "Get Mark and bring him with you." Huh? He's going to die. This is the closing it. Why why get Mark now? He said he's useful to me in ministry. I happen to think that was more for Mark's benefit than for Paul's. Antichicus, I sent him to Ephesus. He says, bring my cloak. Bring my coat. Bring my jacket. It's cold. Bring the cloak I left in Carpus, a trouse when you come. And the books, especially the parchments. You know what he says? Would you bring me my jacket? And would you bring me my Bible? And it's called, would you bring me my jacket? Would you bring me my Bible? He ruffled it for crying out loud. <laughs> he knew it like the back of his hand. Yeah. It's just Luke and me. I want to see Mark because I need to put my, uh, the world needs to see that he's needed. He's profitable for ministry. Bring me my jacket. and Bring me my Bible. Bring me the word. This is at my first defense? No one stood with me. But all forsook me. May it not be charged against them. He said, You know what he said? It's okay. I understand. Tell them not to, tell the brothers not to be upset with them. He says, But the Lord stood with me (laughs) and strengthened me. So that the message might be preached. Church is the message. Nobody stood with me, he said. Nobody stood with me. And only Luke is with me now. And I hope you get here in time. And I hope you can bring Mark with you. And if you do, bring my jacket, bring my Bible. But the Lord stood with me. And strengthened me. So that the message... Might be preached fully through me. And that all the Gentiles might hear. Also I was delivered out of the mouth of the lions. They tried to, them Romans, you know how they are. They tried to feed me to the lions, but it didn't work. And the Lord will deliver me from every evil work and preserve me for his holy kingdom. To him be the glory forever. And amen. Amen. Tell these people, hey, do your utmost to come before winter. I need that jacket. Hey, tell these people. "Uh, These people said hi to you. Now the Lord Christ be with your spirit. And grace be with you. Amen. Amen. There's so much covered in this few pa- these few verses that is so the antithesis of, of the Christian world today, the quote unquote Christian world, of the church, of its leadership, of what we teach people, what, how we tell people to act, what we tell them to do. We you know, don't say anything. Don't say anything. And by all means, don't don't tell anybody who it was. Demas. Forsook me. Oh, I think I even skipped over one. I missed it because I don't remember saying it. He said, Alexander the coppersmith did much harm. Alexander the coppersmith done much harm. He betrayed me and the gospel. I mean, Paul must have been mean-spirited. Paul must have been mean-spirited because he said, may the Lord repay him according to his works. Oh, also you also must be aware of him, for he is for he has greatly resisted our words. Oh, this is this is very few anything. Very few you're going to hear like this today, because we're in, a, we're in a, an environment where you, where you say don't 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 tell people's names, don't say things. Never mind that if you don't, that they're going to fall prey. That people are going to fall prey. That they're going to destroy the gospel. That they're going to destroy lives. Just don't say anything. That's not very, that's not, Matthew 18. Matthew 18. What's well, Matthew 18? You know, if your brother's offended, go to him. If he don't receive, you take someone with you. If they don't receive, you take him to the church. Matthew 18 is about personal affairs with individual people it's not about people doing harm to the gospel it's not a it's not about predators it's not about it's not about false leaders false apostles it's not about it's not about false uh, prophets false doctrine it's not about any of those things It's about the gospel's sake. They're about to kill Paul because he talks like this. This is why. But he knew. He said, the Lord's with me. And let me remind you of something, church. If God be for you, who can be against you? I'll remind you when the fire is hotter than it's ever been. Perhaps seven times hotter. Perhaps seven times hotter. And all you had to do was compromise a little to avoid the heat. When you hear the music play, just bow down. I say to you, O King, that my God is able to deliver me. But if not, but if he doesn't, I will not bow to you. I will not bow. Throw him in bound. What in the world is going on? Hey guys, hey guys, hey guys. The ones that didn't die opening the oven door. Hey guys, wasn't there three of them? Remember, we heated it seven times hotter than the, the guys that opened the door, they, they dropped dead on the spot. Now I think it's an interesting question. It wasn't, how, how, how are they alive? Because the, the others died uh, instantly seems to be the better question but there's something stirring there's something going on he says hey didn't we throw three into this furnace yeah one one three he said then how is it that I see four and they're walking around in the fire Loosed and walking around in the fire. And one of them has a countenance that looks like the Son of God. But the Lord stood with me. But the Lord stood with me and strengthened me so that the message might be preached fully to all of the Gentiles. (laughs) Oh, don't, don't say anything about anybody. And I, I'm going to get to something. I, I want you to just hear me. I I, I, I'll help you answer your questions in a minute that I see on your faces. Y'all you remember a guy that we record his words on earth in red. One time they come talking to him about what the king had to say, about what the emperor, about... Uh, See, what about the ruler had to say? And Jesus turned to him and he says, go tell that old fox. <laughs> go tell him. Go tell that old fox. This is what I had to say. Oh, there should never be any conflict among preachers. If y'all don't know what I'm doing, I'm knocking down all of the false garbage of today's church, if you don't know what I'm doing. I'm laying it beside Scripture, and I'm bringing this somewhere. That, that, man, there shouldn't be any conflict between preachers. I already told you, Barnabas and that John Mark, y'all go that way. Me and Silas are going to go this way. Why? It says because there was much bitter contention between them. Did they apostatize and cuss each other out and quit preaching? No. You go preach over here, we're going to go preach over there. I had people here a while back call me because I helped some people in a town that needed a church. And they said, you don't even like that guy. I said, I don't run around with him that much. What, but why, so why would you help him? I said, because the Lord has called him. And he's going to use him. I'm not going to his church. I'm not going to his board. He's going to go preach the gospel over there. And I'm going to go preach the gospel over here. And you know what's going to happen? We're all going to meet in heaven. One of these days. Maybe just outside the eastern gate. (laughs) Peter, the day of Pentecost, this is that which was spoken of by the prophet Joel. This is, the, this is Peter. It says, to all the people that he was afraid of, this, this Jesus whom you crucified has been made both Lord and Christ. He said, if you'd have known it, you wouldn't have killed him. But you did. Now you've got to deal with it. It says, now they were cut to the heart. He says, what must we do to be saved? That Peter The inaugural address of the church in Galatians, you're going to find this Paul talking to that Peter in front of God and everybody. And he says that I, Paul, rebuked Peter to his face in front of the whole congregation. Wow. I wonder if he got called to a board meeting. You know what else? But Paul didn't even let it off there. You know what he said? He said, I, Peter, or Paul, rebuked Peter to his face in front of the congregation because he was to be blamed. Peter, you're a hypocrite. Stop what you're doing. You got freedom with the Gentiles, but you hanging out with the Jews going along with their garbage. And if you don't stop it, the gospel is going to be destroyed. Somewhere in here I should have said, I can't believe I'm not popular. And I can't believe they're not waiting in lines to honor me. I don't even think they're going to have a convocation and give me a plaque. The problem. (laughs) I'm just being. I'm just being a little. I'm. I'm just being a little. Little. Well, I'm trying not to be fleshy because this has nothing to do with anything, but this will illustrate it. He says, "They. They may even." pull my card posthumously yeah. <laughs> church people do that you know Wycliffe made the crime of printing the Bible in the common language and they killed him then later they dug him up and burned his bones that'll fix him We don't just kill you once. We'll kill you twice. <laughs> I want you to see. It was the gospel's sake, and it's worth everything. And you know he could have called. He said, "I sent. I sent." I sent uh, Titus here, and I sent Tychicus here, and I sent, I, I, he could have called those people in. But it wasn't about Paul. You know what, he gathered the closest. And the ones that needed his blessing. Mark needed that. Or he wouldn't have been received anywhere. It was restoration. It was right. Church, the Bible's right. Church, there's no room for another message. Paul in every church. He, he took on things, by the way. Talked about the religious people. Say, oh, what do you, just, that's his wheelhouse. Leave him there. In this age of therapeutic Christianity, if you will. Amen or oh me. Paul stood at Mars Hill. Amongst the thinkers of his day, the Greek philosophers and the scholars. And he looked around. "It's why of the Corinthian church, he said, "I didn't come to you with enticing words, of men's wisdom." He looked around at Mars Hill and he said. Well, you know, guys, I think Paul had a southern quality about him. You know, guys, I look around and I perceive that you're all too superstitious. King James says you're all too caught up in false ways, human thinking, human wisdom. He said, Well, you got so many gods around here, I wouldn't know which one to turn to first. He said, I even saw one inscribed that said to the unknown God. What says? He said, At the altar of the unknown God. And he says, This uh, this God that's unknown to you is known to me. And said, Let me tell you about him. Gentlemen. And the well. Among the orators let me tell you something gentlemen this uh, god that's unknown to you is known to me yes. and i said let me tell you something that it is his will let me tell you it's known to me and let me give you a message from him that it is his will that all men everywhere should repent glory to god amen amen amen, amen. it's his will gentlemen that all men, everywhere should repent and they gave him a key to the city he went one time and preached Jesus at Ephesus and a, a riot arose and they calmed it down and then there was miracles performed and they wanted to come sacrifice to him like he was a god he says Stand up, we're just men. You ain't sacrificing to me. And because Paul wouldn't let them sacrifice to him, they took him outside and stoned him outside the city. You'd think he'd let them give him a television show. Because after all, the wealth of the wicked are laid up for the just, and I'm just the man to receive it. And I... (laughs) Woo! Woo! I could have the biggest mansion in the Southern Kingdom, bigger than any preacher, with 40 chandeliers that cost more than your house. (laughs) That was a little snipey, but it's where we're at today, and it ought to be called out by name. That's what the book says. When you hear that garbage, you should reject it. Outright. For the gospel's sake. Young people, I'm telling you. I say it every week, I'm gonna say you I get tired of hearing that preacher talk to me. I don't care. Hey Maze, he's sitting right there. Have I ever cared? Did I ever care? No. Did I ever care? Did 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 getting tired of it ever change my mind? No. No. You know why? Because right is right. And wrong is wrong. And it ain't, you know, I it ain't it ain't cool. It ain't cool to reject God. It ain't cool. Even when you got a crowd of buddies around you or girlfriends, it ain't cool. I'm among you all the time, many of you. By the way, moms and dads, everybody, listen, it's twelve fifteen. 15. Who knew? <laughs> I'm amazingly well-received and loved among our kids. I love that. I do. I love that. So I think even when they know that even when I'm after them, it's because I love them. So long, <laughs> I search for life's meaning, <laughs> enslaved by this world and my sin. But the door of my prison, Was opened by love. Glory. Glory. You're looking for the meaning of life, students. And you're not going to find it running from God. Amen. Amen. Let me just sit down. You're not going to find it entertaining demons. And that's what you're doing. You're not going to find it in anime and pornography, and in group chats. You're not going to find it in sexual relationships, in perverted sexual relationships. It's an old meme and it's corny, but the only thing a sixth grader ought to know about girls is they have cooties. Not my cooties, just cooties. (laughs) Just cooties. He told him up front that it was going to cost him. (coughs) And it did. The crowds wasn't with him. The media wasn't calling. The money wasn't rolling in. But The gospel was preached. The kingdom of God was populated. And it's still being populated. Error was corrected. Righteousness prevailed. Right was still right, even when it wasn't popular. Wrong was still wrong, even when it was popular. He hadn't, read the bu- he hadn't read the book so much that he didn't want to see it again. Amen. 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 And he wasn't so human that he didn't still need a coat. And one the closest around him. So he can tell him, press, press on. Press on. Press on. You know what he's saying at the end there? He said, Jesus stood with me. He stood with me. And strengthen me. He said, if you'll stay with him, he'll stay with you and you're going to make it. If you'll stay with him, he'll stay with you. You're going to make it. And then he says, I fought the good fight. There's people in the life. It's, it's, it's a fight. It is a fight. I didn't just start my race. I finished it. I didn't just start the race. I finished it. And now there's laid up for me a crown of righteousness. Let me help you with that. In one sentence, let me help you with that. I'm by myself. It's cold. I've sent people out to continue to preach. It's been a hard life. They come against me every way. I've had to fight for every, fight for every inch we've gained. They're going to kill me over it. And it's worth it all. Oh. It's worth it because this is so little. This is so little. This is so little. He says, now I've done all that. He says, now there is. That was all then. Now there's laid up for me a crown of righteousness. The Jesus the righteous judge will present to me on that day. And not only to me, hear me, not only to me, but to all who will do the same. Preacher, sometimes, I always know there's people watching now and later, I've always known that. This week, I am acutely, (laughs) how many of you know I am acutely aware Preacher, stay true. It's going to be worth it. It's worth it. Saint of God, stay in the fight. Do what's right. Stand for what's true. Don't worry about the crowds. Those, the, you know what? Right now, I don't know how many thousand people follow me on social media across platforms. You know what? They're not gonna be outside my room when I go. That's right. If the Lord, should the Lord tell you, they're not gonna be there. That's right. Probably not gonna be at my visitation. Probably not gonna be at my funeral. Y'all could skip all that. That'd be fine with me. That's just a waste of money. <laughs> waste of time. But you know what? Heaven's gonna be populated. Yeah, yeah, Do you know what? Somebody, some preacher today, today or later is gonna see and they're and they're gonna say, That's right. And I was gonna quit, but now I'm not. And they're going to continue in ministry, and they're going to add more to the kingdom. There's going to be saints. There's going to be young people that there's going to be a breakthrough. There's going to be some boneheaded, stinky-feated boys that are going to break through to the glory of God and be baptized in the Holy Ghost and quit playing games. And it's going to be worth it because you stood for what's true. It's going to be worth it. You know, that doesn't take a profit to talk about boneheaded and stinky-feeted boys. That's just, if you look it up on Wikipedia, it'll probably say that somewhere. Boneheaded, stinky feet. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody, it's going to be worth it. Somebody's going to walk out of depression free. Somebody's going to walk out of anxiety set free. Somebody is going to have the bondage of, of alcohol broken off of their life, of drugs broken off of their life, of pornography broken off of their life. Somebody is going to come out of darkness into light because you didn't give up, because you didn't quit, because you didn't follow the crowd, because you couldn't be turned around, because you couldn't be swayed. That you were willing to do it alone if you, if you had to be alone. And hear me, young people, across this building. They used to teach it. I don't ever hear it anymore. I can tell you that it's true. If you ever have one, one friend, one that will stick with you through highs and lows, thick and thin, good days, bad days, when you were great, when you were were not so great. You will have accomplished a pretty good deal. If you ever have two or three, you will be wealthy with friends. Are there other people that are friendly and you have relationships with and all that? Yes! Paul, only Luke was with me. Get here as quick as you can. I want to see you before I'm gone. I think I count. Luke (coughs) Timothy and while you're on your way swing by and pick up Mark and bring him with you one two three and he said it's worth it If you'll do it, Jesus will be with you. And he'll strengthen you. Stand with me all over this house. I'm free from the fear of tomorrow. I'm free from the guilt of my past. I've traded my shackles. (laughs) For a glorious song I'm free Praise the Lord Free at last If you got words for that somewhere just put them up Because I'm free From the fear Of tomorrow I'm free from the guilt of my past mm. I've traded my shackles for a glorious song I'm free Pray You need a different key if you do. Who can go there? Go to verse one. So long. I search for life's meaning. I was enslaved by the world and my grief. <laughs> and then the door of my prison was opened by love oh the ransom was paid I was free why don't you sing it you know the chorus oh I'm free from the fear of tomorrow yes i'm free from the guilt of my past oh i've traded my shackles for a glorious song oh i'm free praise the lord at last. Now sing this, listen to it. <laughs> I'm free from the guilt that I carry. Yes. <laughs> from this dull, empty life I set free. <laughs> Somebody hear it. For when when I met Jesus, he made me complete. Listen, he forgot. The foolish man, yes, I used to be. Hallelujah. Oh, I'm free. I'm free from the fear of tomorrow (laughs) Oh, I'm free from the guilt of my past Oh, I've traded my shackles for a glory i'm free praise the lord free at last we're going to sing that verse too again this morning if you're here and you need to be free from the guilt that you carried you need to be you need to you need to forget the foolish man you used to be you know what he'll hear the cry of your heart he'll hear the cry of your heart and right now, this morning, on the spot, he'll unlock your shackles. He'll break your chains. He will set you free. He, he will set you free. You know what? He'll be everything you need if you'll run to him. Would you do that this morning? I'm free from the guilt. Right now, I'm free from the guilt that I carry. Sing it. free from the guilt that I carried he don't want you carrying that mess oh from, from this door, door, empty door, door empty life i I'm set free. free for when I met Jesus for
1: Before
0: when this goes down Jesus oh he made me complete he'll, he'll complete you He forgot the foolish man I used to be. Yes, give him praise. Go ahead, give him praise. If you can sing that, you ought to praise him this morning. If you're free, you ought to praise him. Of tomorrow. (laughs) Oh, I'm free from the guilt of my past. <laughs> oh, I've traded it I've traded my shackles for a glorious song. Oh, I'm free! Praise the Lord, free at last! I've traded my shackles. Oh, i trade. traded. For a glorious song I'm free Praise the Lord Free at last Now go out of here free Go out of here free Go out of here free And know, and know That He'll go with you and strengthen you